Today's episode is sponsored by Lee's Mom's Gift, Foam Maker. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> so for Christmas, my mom gave me this, like, milk foamer because she's obsessed with it. I think she could hear in my voice that I was skeptical about the milk foamer, but Susie and I have become obsessed with it over time. She was right. It is the single greatest. Okay, so we're going to talk about film school. Film schools. Is oh. it worth to go to film school? Who asked it? Where's my phone? I wish the phone could be magnetically come to my oh, phone. Oh yeah, that'd and be so great, wouldn't it? Yeah. And it would just come into your hand. As Susie never knows where her phone is. Yeah, that's always my thing. That's it's the like, problem. Where's my phone? Where's my wallet? Where's my wallet? <laughs> it's like always where's like Where's my phone? It. You're ridiculous. So Lee, could you explain what your kind of your background is? Sure, I went to film school. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I went to film school twice, actually. Uh-huh. And it's like, what? It's the best school in the whole wide world? Well, we, film? Think, we, think, we think we're Cheers. number one. <laughs> There's lots of really good film schools in, in the world. Um, I went to USC. I'm a Trojan. Fight on! Fight on! That's not what I learned. It's been a big film school for a while. We've had a lot of really famous alumni. George Lucas went there. Um, Ron Howard. Robert Zemeckis, who did Forrest Gump. Uh-huh. My undergraduate major was in, it was called cinema television back there, back then. Now they have a new name for it. It's like the cinematic arts and it's all kinds of things like mm. animation and video game design and all that. Also for like DVD menus and video game design and like motion graphics and color correction and mm -hmm. just like a whole wide variety of arts that are related to cinema. Is she getting her MFA at one of the best film schools in Korea as well. So um, she has the both side of the um, kind of the Asian industry, film industry. Yeah. And definitely the Hollywood. Would. Yeah. So, Hollywood. Hollywood. So I would say Lee is definitely the person who have actually been in the academic world and in the field and is, has a wide variety of experience. Yeah. People that really don't know. And she definitely looks younger than she is. And it doesn't help that I wear like jeans and oversized sweaters all the time. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, like, oh, you're just like a 22-year-old fresh out of college. I'm like, mm, not really. <laughs> Even though I've been to film school more than once, and I've again gone to film school in America and in Korea, and so obviously I really like film, I'm the first person who will tell you that you don't need to go to film school to be a filmmaker. What? I thought it would be a very different story. You don't have to attend film school to be a good filmmaker. It, That's being true. a good filmmaker, it's not a requisite that you go to film school. You, if you don't go to film school, you can't be a good filmmaker. That's not how it works. And also, it doesn't guarantee that you go to a film school will be a great filmmaker. Exactly. If you go to film school, that's no guarantee of anything. Doing a film is more important than having been educated in film. And in undergraduate, I remember there was this one guy in my class, Max, who made this amazing heist film. It was like a little mini seven-minute Guy Ritchie movie about cowboys versus Indians. It was awesome. It was one of his class assignments, and oh. it didn't even go to film festivals. He just showed it to people, and they were like, this is awesome! You're still in film school? <laughs> it's a bit disappointing when they make you be chief sitting in the van. Again. So he didn't do the film festival thing. That happened.
So one of the bad things about film school is it seems to be really, really geared towards people that want to be directors. But our film program was really small. There was like 120 students maybe. On my first day of school and undergraduate, we all stood up and talked about, hi, I'm so-and-so, I'm from this place and I'm in this major and this is what I want to do. And literally 149 people stood up and said, I want to be a director. And I felt like I was the only person in the room who didn't want to be a director. I stood up and said, I want to be a video editor. And I was the only student that wanted to be a video editor. And here I am now in graduate school. And I am once again in a program of 370 something students, the only editing major, <laughs> okay? Everybody wants to be a director. And our whole curriculum at, at CAU is like, geared towards being a writer-director. So she has a very uh, wide experience and she is like, I would say specializing on um, creative, I would say creative editing. When she goes to an edit, it's not just like cut and paste, I will arrange your footage. She definitely has a lot of opinions. And quote the Korea professor, she's the one will save your film. If he would direct her, like, it's great. Like, it's like, I think the greatest compliment you can get as an editor, like, you go there and fix your stuff. Yeah, I... I fix your film. I'm very She flattered. will help with it. And I think that's um, a lot of things that um, I think people have not known about you, um, mm. personally, I think. So one of the, the big pros of going to film school, especially if you go to, like, USC, had a lot of equipment that was very expensive and difficult to access. Now, not everybody gets to have access to that kind of equipment. Like George Lucas just gave millions of dollars and built this incredible building with three or four different Avid labs. So yeah, it was, USC was particularly great, great as a film school. Or there's even my school at Chulande has an editing lab. Mm. So CAU has several editing labs that they're not like the greatest and fastest computers, but they have all the software and they have all the materials and you can rent them and use them for free. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to have a state-of-the-art computer because film school can provide that equipment for you. Yes. And when you get out in the real world as, you know, in your career, you have to rent it and it's very expensive. Mm. So Susie and I really only own one lens and it's like a super wide lens so it's not good for everything so recently we had to take it to get the focus recalibrated because one of the focuses was off so we had to go to the canon after service center and get like taken care of but in the meantime we still had to shoot stuff so really the only option that we have is renting equipment so we have to go to the rental store and check out like a lens that's basically a lens we already own just so that we can finish our video and it's not that much if you only rent for like 12 hours, but it's just inconvenient. So one of the reasons I wanted to go to film school in Korea was to meet other filmmakers. I think film itself is a very collaborative environment that I've noticed um, from Lee and like doing it myself as well. So I think you get a, a tent pool of people access of people who are very into the same thing absolutely so it's really easy to have collaborate and everybody will kind of pitch in oh yeah i'll do that for you i'll do that for you i'll do that for you in a student kind of environment right because everybody's helping everybody everybody has these big dreams and everybody's thinking about what they want to do with their films and everybody helps everybody out 
that's definitely a huge advantage. And I see in the YouTube world, a lot of people don't realize how collaborative film is. So it's so specialized when you're talking about big like movies, what we call feature length films, like mm -hmm. really big productions that are two hours, like a Hollywood blockbuster movie, like Avengers has so many moving parts. They had four camera teams that they that were filming things simultaneously. Mm -hmm. There's more than one editor. There's an editor and an assistant editor. And then there's the person who does color and sound are different. Everything is so specialized in the film industry. And on YouTube, it's not. It's like one person or two people doing everything. Everybody's doing the mixing and the color correction and the filming and the scripting. Everybody's doing everything. And so it feels really different because film school is like a lot more collaborative. It's a lot more, let's put our heads together and let's just do something for the heck of it. Mm -hmm. And that's just kind of how it is. Going to any art schools or any type of creative fields, um, school is definitely the professors. The most of the time when we take a math class, there's an answer. Mm. And in art, it's really hard to explain why one answer is better than another. Like if you show it to your mom or show it to someone, it's like, oh good, but like they're not gonna give you why it's good or why is it bad, how you can improve. That's what the <coughs> professors are there to help you kind of save it from being terrible. It's okay to do something out of your comfort zone because they will point to, oh, you might want to see this guy's film. Mm. You might want to see this person's work because I think it resembles what you're trying to do. And it's like, if I didn't know, I didn't, if I didn't have that kind of resources of a person or a professor or any other colleague, then it will take me years to get there and like, oh, sh this is what I really wanted to do. Like yeah. somebody was doing it. Like I should you just have didn't know yeah. it existed. Exactly. You well, don't, you can't search something that you don't really know. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even know what you're looking for. Did you ever think when you started design school, you'd be here making films? No, like, that's a funny story. The freshman year, we got paired with seniors to help on their graduate programs. They that's have like, like a big graduation showcase. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, every senior has to do like a thesis level project that they put in the showcase, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's basically internship as if you were re interning at a design company that was delivering a big project. Yeah, I got paired with a pretty awesome like uh, senior. He was super super nerdy about design he i think he he wanted to be a professor he was very into it he's like he gave me a book to read he's like i'm not gonna really give you tasks i'm gonna educate you oh i'm gonna mentor you book. let's talk about it and in freshman year i'm like i don't care about design <laughs> i want to like go out <laughs> so he was like you have to choose what you are gonna do so maybe easier for you to figure out what you don't want to do first but the funny thing, I went to graphic design school hoping to do title sequence design. One semester, two semester, I was like, this! No, no, like flash. It was a flash that at the point. Who, so hard, I don't want to even time Who spend. animates in flash? They taught us to use flash once upon a time too, and nobody uses flash. It is nonsense. So I was like, no. Film is like out of the window. So literally was the first thing you crossed off the list of stuff I don't want to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And now here I am. Here you are. Breaking them every month. <laughs> I know. When you do film professionally and you do it for the cash monies, it's a lot harder to take creative risks than it is when you're in film school. Because when you're in film school, you're still learning. You have people next to you that can help you. You have professors that can advise you. And it's okay to try out an idea that might not work when you're in film school. But when you're freelancing or working for a company and you're doing film as an expert, you kind of have to know what you're doing. There's room for creativity after film school, but you will never get to labor over your creative dreams mm -hmm. in quite the same way as you do when like you're focusing all of your studies on it. 
Definitely. So four years of your time is like the best time to grow as a creative. And, um, but it's still socially access acceptable to spend four years thinking about what kind of movies you want to make. If you're, if you're thoughtful about it, you might even walk away from film school with something in your portfolio that gets you your next job. Yes. Jobs have not come because, oh, you won some awards. And of course, projects that I've worked on have won awards, but none of that has been what's really gotten me the job. What has always gotten me the film gig has always been having a really good portfolio. Oh, we see that you can make things that are good. I think for me in film school, that's the most surprising. Nobody teaches you anything. Oh, yes. There's no actual, like, here's Learning. how you do this thing. Like, that... this is, like, nobody teaches you how to use software. If you just show up to film school, you just show up to class, it doesn't mean you're going to be a good filmmaker. You yeah. have to actually put some effort into it outside of what you're being taught. Definitely. Art school is more about time management and who can get the project in time in the budget is, like, what I learned. That's, like, a real-life skill, though. Yes. Time is given the same. So in the amount of time you have, what you pull out of it is your ability. That kind of stuff is really, really important for life after film school. And I wish that that was something that people took more seriously because the real job when you actually are freelancing or you're part of a production company is making deadlines, trying to understand what clients actually want in the work, time management, all of those kinds of... Communications. Communications, soft skills. And the film work is just you and the camera making things, but that's only part of the job. There's more after that. There's more outside of that. I definitely used to think that if I was just the best filmmaker ever, that the work should speak for itself. Mm. But now that I'm older and wiser, I don't think that anymore. I for sure knew that I wanted to do film. Mm. That was not a surprise to me. And so I've been really ambitious about the film schools I go to. I feel like I want to go to a top film school because I know that this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. And a lot of people that go to film school are having a career change or coming to it late or want to learn more about it or are maybe not sure. Sometimes I see these people that like really want to be directors, but also like aren't thinking about what they need to do in order to get the directorial job. Hmm. It's they just they feel like, oh, like I'm just going to enter my film into a film festival and I'll win an award. And then it's like all going to magically happen for me. Hmm. And that's not so, how it works. And I think that especially in film school now, I find that most of my classmates, they're not thinking really about life after film school. They just want to make the art that they want to make. Hmm. And I feel like that's, there's, there's, that's okay. But for me, it's about the step that's after film school as much as it is about film school itself. Hmm. Would you recommend? I can't tell you what to do. You know. If you're the kind of person that's not sure if you want to do film, don't use film school as a way to find out. Just make some things and figure it out. If you're serious about making films and you're thinking film school might help you, then that's something different. Mm -hmm. But don't use film school to figure it out because it's they're it's, not going to help yeah. you. There no no one's going to help you to figure out your destiny in any places. N nobody's going to be able to help you learn how to tell stories yeah. or help you come up with ideas. That's that's work that you have to do on your own whether you go to film school or not. Mm -hmm. Think really hard about what you want to get out of film school. Mm-hmm.